Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the air from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, John Cobalt On Demand, on the podcast that's on the iHeart app. And uh, on social media, it's John Co at John Cobalt Radio. And are we on Instagram Live now? Yes, we are, okay, because uh, we have a guest on the phone uh, that you're going to want to hear. I, I hope at least uh, some of you saw the debate last night between all the district attorney candidates. It wasn't on television. It was online at uh, the Los Angeles Magazine website, which I believe is lamag.com. It is still there and will be up for a while. So you ought to uh, look at it because it contained George Gascon and nine challengers. There were 10 people uh, running for L.A. County District Attorney that was questioned. Uh, they were questioned by Alex Michelson from Fox 11 and also John Regardi, a writer with L.A. Magazine. And it was quite good. Like, it was uh, way better than I expected. Uh, we had Alex Michelson on yesterday and talked about the pitfalls of having uh, 10 candidates all at once. But actually, uh, it, uh, it moved along pretty well. And I think you've got a general sense of the character of each uh, candidate. Uh, obviously, Gascon is public enemy number one. Uh, we're going to talk about the other nine alternatives, but one, we're going to we're going to speak on the phone with uh, two of them today, and we're going to get everybody on uh, eventually. And we've had many of them on already. First one up, we're going to talk with Craig Mitchell because for me, he was uh, the surprise. Craig Mitchell is uh, currently a judge. He's also been a prosecutor, a teacher, and uh, the founder of the Skid Row Running Club. But Craig was on yesterday. I'm going to play you one minute of uh, one of his responses because he, he really stood out with his clear-eyed forcefulness. 
and he hasn't been a name that has been uh, bandied about uh, uh, that much. Um, and I think he should get some time, and you should be able to hear what he has to say, how he thinks. Anyway, here's a cut, Craig Mitchell, uh, explaining what he would do on day one. First day, I would reflect on the fact that about four months ago in my courtroom, gentleman came in, he was trafficking 20 kilos of methamphetamine. What was Mr. Gascon's offer to that drug trafficker? Three days in jail, two years of probation. Not on my watch. Additionally, I would assume the responsibility of prosecuting misdemeanors. We need to figure out how to get people who are engaged in low-level crimes into the criminal justice system so that those who are crying out for mental health treatment, for addiction treatment, can actually be encouraged to obtain such treatment. Those circumstances, mental illness, addiction, is fueling much of the property crime and violence in Los Angeles, and I would have a plan to squarely address that so our streets would look very different after a few years of my tenure. All right, that is Judge Craig J. Mitchell, and let's get the judge on here. How are you? I'm fine. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. I was uh, quite taken by your uh, presentation. It's it's not easy to stand out among uh, you know ten candidates in such a tight format, but uh, you really were memorable last night. Well, I appreciate that. Now, yeah. are you uh, are you currently a judge? I am currently a judge. I am on a leave of absence, which is required in order for me to run for this office. Let's talk about what you think George Gascon's tenure has done to this to the city and the county. Well, it has really compromised the safety and well-being of everyone who lives in this county. Uh, you know, from my vantage point, not only from the bench, but from the work that I do on Skid Row, I see it from two very clear and distinct perspectives. From the bench, I see victims come into court not getting justice, not being assured that the people who hurt them, who have radically altered their lives, are held accountable. And from my perspective from Skid Row, uh, what do I see? I, I see people, you know, what were the numbers shared last night? We have 70,000 homeless people on the street. I quoted last night that Studies indicate that 90% of homeless people suffer from addiction. But nobody is talking about how do we get these people into treatment so we can break the cycle of addiction. And, and these are some of the issues that are crying out to be dealt with that Mr. Gascon uh, just has not addressed. And, and that's why I you know, stepped down from the bench. It wasn't an easy decision to make. Being a judge is uh, a job that I've loved. It's important. But the criminal justice system at large uh, has compelled me to do this. During the debate, it was mentioned that Gascon has 14,000 misdemeanor cases that he has not prosecuted. I've heard that number bandied about before. Could that be possible that there's 14,000 cases in the system that he won't do anything about? Absolutely. Uh, when I was a prosecutor uh, very early on in my career, 
every branch and area court, and there's about 27 of those courts. You know, you, you get a stack of misdemeanor filings every day. And George Gascon, largely due to the attrition that he has prompted in that office, uh, doesn't have the staffing, in his opinion, to deal with those misdemeanor filings. It is blanket policy that any drug possession charge will not be filed. Misdemeanor vandalisms, misdemeanor petty thefts, they are simply not filed. And it's that broken glass uh, you know, phenomenon that is contributing to the criminal element in our city saying, hey, this is a criminal-friendly county now. When that deal was offered, the one you mentioned in the clip that we played a moment ago, uh, right. the prosecution had a, a deal for, um, go, go through it again. The, the, guy, the guy had some serious uh, drug smuggling charges, correct? He had 20 kilos of methamphetamine, and within the penal code, there are what are called weight enhancements. If you have a certain amount of drugs above a certain weight, there's additional time that can be imposed. Um, and that simply was not done. And, you know, and of course, my problem is I see what methamphetamine does to people. Oh I God. see it. Okay. Yeah. It ruins lives. It changes the chemistry of a person's brain. So there is a point at which there is no recovery. And to traffic and poison uh, to that extent with essentially no consequence um, is, you know, is the definition of immoral. And, and how much time did they offer as a, uh, as a punishment? He had been in custody before he bailed out for three days. So it was time served, three days, two years probation. Three days? For three days. For 20 kilos of meth? For, correct. And, I, and you just can imagine the destruction that that 20 kilos uh, would have what, caused in our community. Were you able to do anything about that or you had to? Uh, were you forced to accept that plea deal? Uh, that is what the prosecution offered. The defense attorney accepted it. And so, you know, I just filed it away in my mind, and it is one of the primary reasons I'm in this race. Was that case an aberration, or was it something you're encountering frequently? Regrettably, frequently. Be it drugs, be it guns, you name it. Um, what are they doing for illegal possession of a firearm by a felony? And, you know, and, and we have a gun crisis in this country. Everybody understands that. We had 323 murders in Los Angeles County last year, most of them caused by people in illegal possession of a firearm. What are you getting? Zero time. Zero time. Can you hang on for another segment? Sure. All right, good. Judge Craig Mitchell, he's running for district attorney in Los Angeles County. Did very well last night in that uh, massive debate they had with uh, 10 candidates, including Gascon. And we have a lot of Gascon clips to play. We're going to spend a lot of time on this today because this is the most important election that we have uh, that affects your daily life. We'll talk about all this coming up. Uh, we just did this segment on Instagram. So if you missed it, you want to watch it, it's, it's up there for you. Uh, John Cobalt Show. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. 
You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We have much coverage today of the uh, great Los Angeles County District uh, District Attorney debate last night. And uh, you can watch it online at LAMag.com. It was uh, sponsored by Los Angeles Magazine, hosted by Alex Michelson from Fox 11 and John Rigardi from LA Magazine. It was on television, but it's, uh, it's, it's a good watch. Uh, just go to LAMag.com, and they're going to have it up, obviously, for a while. And w- one of the standouts I thought was Craig Mitchell, who we had not covered uh, at all, really, in this uh, election run-up. Uh, Craig Mitchell is a Superior Court judge. He's taken leave, and uh, he was there last night talking very strongly and uh, very forcefully. And, uh, Judge, I want to ask you about another story you told about the Gascon special. Can, can you retell that for our audience? Yes. Uh, you know, oftentimes in the course of uh, a court day, the attorneys will go back into the lockup area and speak with their clients. And what has been occurring uh, with horrifying frequency uh, as of late is the attorneys will then come back into the courtroom, approach the prosecutor, and I quote, ask the prosecutor, my client wants a Gascon special. The word has obviously permeated county jail that you can get a discounted sentence if you simply press the prosecutor for it. And that is what a Gascon special is. And this happens repeatedly. It does. I feel my stomach drop when I hear these stories. I, I, I mean, I, I, and you've seen this come through your courtroom now every day for three years. Was there a final? Or, and there's ahead. a backdrop to that. You know, I've been doing this for over 30 years. Okay. So I, you know, I, I'm looking at the, the whole process going, this is completely out of whack. Was there a tipping point where you finally said, I've had it? Because you came across as, as somebody who's been a professional in this line of work for, for decades. And you just, your demeanor suggested to me last night, last night that I've had it. I've got to do something. I've got to run for DA. I've got to leave my bench and I've got to do something because this is out of control. Is there something that tipped you over the edge within the last year? I wouldn't say that there was a single incident. It, it has been a cumulative effect and uh you know it it is a decision that has not really gone over terribly well with my wife um she was looking forward to spending more time with me as i ended my judicial career taking a leave of absence means that i am not being paid i have to pay for my own benefits it's about a four hundred thousand dollar hit and so, and I merely share that with you to underscore how serious I am about this needing to be corrected. Yeah, no, that says a lot. I mean, it's very powerful because you don't have to do this. You could easily just put a, a cap on your judicial career and just uh, sail away. But that's what I'm saying. It's like what, what you've had to experience in your courtroom and just living in the city now in the county um, is really must have 
shook you up to the point where you're, you jumped into the race. And, and, and when you meet with people, how are people, are, is, is everybody aware of what's going on in the county? I mean, so often there are, there are too many people who are either apathetic or ignorant of what's happening. What are you finding? I'm certainly finding that the public is very dissatisfied with the current district attorney. What is equally frustrating on my part is when I go out into the community and speak with people, the majority don't even know what the district attorney does. And so there is a lot of education that needs to take place, and and people really need to understand. Unlike the Board of Supervisors where you've got five folks, city council you have 14 you know there are a lot of people involved in the decision making process that is not the way the district attorney's office is designed it's one person and that's why that one person mr gascon can make such a tremendous difference i've got to go in a minute make make it make your pitch to to our audience um i think a lot of people listening would be in tune with you tell them why you should get there, uh, why they should vote for you. The reason they should vote for me is for 45 years, I've served this county in a way that no other candidate has. 17 years as a teacher in South Los Angeles, 11 years as a prosecutor, 18 and a half years as a judge, 13 years working with the homeless and addicted population in or on Skid Row. That gives me a unique ability to understand what needs to be done to improve the quality of life in Los Angeles, to punish people who deserve to be punished, and to reclaim the lives of people that if we give them the appropriate treatment, we can return them to their families, return them to their place of work. Uh, Those are all things I think I really understand and know what I need to do. Well, Judge Craig Mitchell, thank you for coming on with us, and we'll talk again before Election Day. It's very kind of you to have me. Thank you so much. All right, Judge uh, Craig Mitchell, L.A. County Superior Court judge, uh, taking a leave of absence to run because he is so upset with what's going on in the world. We're going to have John Hatami, who's another very strong candidate, uh, coming up after 3 o'clock. He is a deputy district attorney who has won some really high-profile cases in the last few years. He's been on our show a number of times. He also did very well last night. Now, the uh, debate video from uh, last night uh, is, we have a link on Twitter, the John Cobelt Show Twitter. John Cobelt Radio. Radio. Right, I forgot. At John Cobelt Radio. Okay, that that's how you can access it on Twitter, and it uh, links you to uh, the L.A. Mag uh, dot com vi- uh, video, on right? It's on, YouTube. It's, uh, it's on YouTube. Okay. All right. We're trying to make all the connections here for you to make it easy. So just go to at uh, John Cobelt Radio Twitter and you'll see the debate video. And please give it a look. Uh, it's really important. I, I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but this is this is the big one for L.A. County. Uh, Deborah Mark is uh, we're going to have uh, some Gascon clips to play. You're going you're gonna to hear that weasel. In just minutes. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock, John Cobalt show on demand. Oh, we got the moist line today, do we not? Yes, we do. And also, we have... Uh, oh, we have Todd Benzman coming on. Uh, he reports uh, frequently from the border. He's a journalist, and uh, he's got a story. Has Biden bribed Mexico to control the border? Has Biden bri- bribed Mexico to try to help him win the election? We're going to see what that's about. Uh, also, we're going to have Brian Claypool on because his firm has announced a $100 million wrongful death lawsuit against Homeland Security and the Department of Health and Human Services because of a rape and murder of a 20-year-old autistic girl by 
an illegal MS-13 gang member. That's coming up at 2.30. And then, like I said, John Hatami, another strong candidate for L.A. County District Attorney, will be our guest at 3 o'clock. We just finished talking with uh, Craig Mitchell. He uh, was one of the standouts uh, in the debate last night. Uh, it was uh, 10 candidates, Gascon, and nine opponents. Uh, LAMag.com uh, put it on. Uh, Los Angeles Magazine and uh, Alex Michelson at Fox 11 moderated with John Regardi. And uh, from, from the magazine, and again, if uh, the debate video is on Twitter, so you go at John Cobalt Radio, and that takes you to the uh, YouTube video, the link there. Uh, you know, this, this is going to sound weird, but work with me on this. So this morning, I'm home alone, and uh, the doorbell rings. We have one of those doorbells that makes the phone go beep, 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 you know that thing? Yep. And we almost never get a doorbell ring, especially at 1030 in the morning. So I'm looking at the phone and thinking, what's this, right? I knew it was something not normal. Pick it up, and it's a young woman's voice. And she says um, something like, um, uh, hi, uh, how are you doing? And I'm thinking, oh, geez. And she goes, you know, I, 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 I've been talking with the neighbors because I said something harsh to her or in a harsh tone of voice. I said, how can I help you? What is it that you want? And she goes, I've been talking with the neighbors. And I'm thinking, all right, got to be nice. This must be a neighbor. Maybe there's a lost dog. I mean, right? I'm, uh, she, and she starts going on about, uh, you know, she's got some uh, some uh, literature, some uh, some Bible scriptures that she wants to give me. And I just hung up. And I thought, what is this lady doing in my neighborhood, going door to door, offering some biblical scriptures at 1030 in the morning? You know, it's it's the kind of neighborhood, obviously, it's a nice neighborhood, and, and people work a lot, and there's probably not a lot of easy pickings for your religious cult. And I was thinking, man, how does the brain work when people get involved in, in, in cults? There could be religious cults, political cults, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know where a religion and, and an ideology end and a cult begins, but we're dealing in an era where a lot of people are so immersed in their ideology, it's as if they joined a cult. And one thing that she has in common with George Gascon is completely oblivious to reality. Seemingly oblivious to all reality. I'm sure she knocked on, uh, pressed the doorbell, probably 100, 150 homes, and got virtually no positive response. Maybe some people were polite, but nobody joined her permission, right? And Gascon has now been our district attorney, for over a thousand days. And every day's been a bad day. And everybody's angry with him. And there's a lot more crime than there used to be. He's got, he's got nine challengers on stage with him. Half of them, more than half of them, are, are, are people that work for him. And he just keeps plodding right on. And I'm thinking, is, was he sent on a mission not from God, but from you know, like like George Soros, who's the billionaire who's financed a lot of this, a lot of these woke anarchy candidates. He has. It's not a conspiracy theory. He has. He has dozens and dozens of these organizations, and it's like money laundering. All the money gets funneled to these, uh, to these uh, agencies and sub agencies. And his son has gotten carte blanche access to the White House. And I'm starting to really wonder here. It's just how. What kind of worldwide organization is this to destabilize the United States? Because he's not the only woke progressive attorney general in office. 
We know they're all over the place. They're in Philadelphia. They're in Chicago. They're in New York City with disastrous results. And is he is it is he truly oblivious because he's so immersed in the woke cult? Or is this one of those mission mission accomplished? I wanted to create anarchy in L.A. And I am. I'm getting what I planned here. I, I remember talking with Dennis Sign, the former councilman, Rick Caruso, and another major figure in L.A. politics. All three of them knew Gascon going back 20-plus years ago because he used to be a top official with LAPD before he went to San Francisco. And they were all friends with him, colleagues. Um, Caruso donated to a campaign of his. And I remember asking all three of them, what happened? And each one of them said, I don't know what happened. That's not the same George Gascon, you know, from 20 years ago. It's like, oh, he fell in his head? You have some kind of seizure? What, what happened? They didn't, in the same way that, you know, you've, you've heard about families where a son or a daughter, they turn, you know, 17 years old and they run away from home and suddenly they're this glassy-eyed true believer with the sex pervert guru in the cult, right? It's the same thing. It's like, well, what happened to her? I don't know. I don't know. She was in high school. She was a cheerleader. She, you know, she belonged to this club and that club. She had a lot of friends. And then suddenly she met the sex pervert guru one day and you know, she's doing hostage videos. And that's what, that's what Gascon is like to me. It's like some weirdo uh, religious fanatic, except he's a political fanatic. And, you know, a lot of these guys have a charisma you know, Charles Manson was very charismatic to a lot of young women 50 years ago and lured them into his cult. And I don't know, somebody lured Gascon into the cult or he is now in charge of the cult here in L.A. And he's it is crazy what's going on. It is absolutely nuts what he's doing. And here's the first question yesterday and the debate explaining why he should be reelected. Play cut one. Let me begin by saying that I, I was elected four years ago on a very clear platform that we could bring both public safety and reform. And as I became the district attorney, we went through a horrible pandemic where crime went up nationwide. It went up in our community. But we move forward with a platform that got me elected in 2020. And now for the last year, we have seen crime coming down, not only in our community, but we're seeing crime going down nationwide. At the same time that we have continued with the reform efforts. And we're showing that not only we cannot go back to the way that we did business, but actually the fact is that reforming is good for public safety. What I will continue to do if I were to be honored with being reelected is continue to move the forward the office into a 21st century prosecution that cares for the victims for our community. Okay, and you, you so cut it off there. Uh, I, <laughs> the, it is clear with our own eyes that there is more daily street property crime. Yes. <laughs> what hear. about all these smash and grabs? Yeah. How do you say that crime is down? Every day I'm reporting about a smash and grab, people's homes being broken into, follow home robberies. Just on my phone in the last hour, I got two alerts. I think my wife signed me up, my email up to some local, you know, community alert system. And apparently there was a burglary 0.6 miles from me. 
There was another burglary, 0.9 miles from me. This is just in the last hour. I guess they get reported to police and it gets sent to this alert system and somehow I ended up with it. I don't know where it came from, but I, they, the thing is, and this was discussed last night in the debate, a lot of these crimes aren't being reported anymore. And if they're reported, they're not being prosecuted. And even if the reports are filed and sent by police to George Gascone, there's 14,000 misdemeanor crimes that he has not prosecuted. 14,000. And it's been repeated, and I've mentioned it on the air, and I've always mentioned it and been a little skeptical because I that just can't be true. And I remember we talked to one of the other uh, DA candidates, and I said, I hear it's 14,000. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, very well could be. So then last night, that number was used, and Gascon didn't deny it. Nobody, nobody denied it because they took each other on over if they thought that a particular uh, opinion or, or story wasn't quite correct. You know, there was a real freewheeling debate in that way. So this this number, 14,000 unprosecuted crimes, it, it went unchallenged. So I guess it's true. And I just, we just talked to Craig Mitchell, who's the L.A. Superior Court judge, who's now running for D.A. as well. I said, could that be real? And he goes, yeah, because there's, you know, 27 districts and misdemeanors come in all day and night. And if you decide you're not prosecuting anything, yeah, after three years, you could have 14,000 of them. So I, I don't know how Gascon counts crime, but if there's 14,000 prosecutions that never happen, I guess you could say, hey, it looks like crime is down. Because he erased 14,000 of them off the books. And he stands on television with a straight face and tries to sell it. And I know... Oh, i got to take a break. I'm too far behind. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 2 o'clock, Todd Benzman. He's a journalist. He's a... Uh, let me see if I get his title right. National Security Fellow for the Center for Immigration Studies. And uh, he is reporting at a piece in the New York Post... Uh, the question, has Biden bribed Mexico to control the border to help him win the election? Hmm, very intriguing. We'll get to that. Coming up. Um, well, if that first cut I played to you, uh, I played you from George Gascon, uh, pissed you off. You'll like this one. This is Gascon again. This is the uh, debate. Uh, the L.A. County candidates for district attorney, Gascon and nine others. And this is Gascon talking about the work he's been doing over the last three years. I have been an elected prosecutor now going into my third term, two terms in San Francisco and one here. And the work that we started to do in L.A. is showing results. One of the biggest problems that we have in our system is the inequality and the high levels of recidivism that are the result of a lot of the work that people in this in this stage have engaged in for years that has created one of the highest uh, incarceration rates of any nation in the world. We are showing that we can hold people accountable and that we can be safe at the same time. And if I were to be honored with getting reelected, I will continue on the path of reforming the office and moving forward and hiring a whole different brand of prosecutors that we have for the last three years that will take us into the 21st century. That's astonishing. He is that that's psychopathic behavior there. 
He's taking credit for reducing recidivism and the incarceration rate because he hasn't prosecuted 14,000 crimes. Well, yeah, if you don't prosecute 14,000 crimes, am I being too obvious here? Then your recidivism rate and your incarceration rate is going to go down. But that is a bad thing. That is a very bad thing. If there's 14,000 crimes, you want the uh, incarceration rate to go up. In fact, I'm sure it's a lot of the same people over and over again. One of the DAs pointed this out last night. It's a small number of people who commit a large percentage of the crimes. So if you put away just a small number of these goons, then the crime rate truly comes down. In other words, the crimes don't happen. Not they happen, but they're not prosecuted. So they cease to exist in the bureaucracy. That's what's going on here. We're being besieged by crime. We know it and see it. We feel it every day. Gascon is saying, no, no, it's not going on. See, look at these statistics. Well, because you got 14,000 files in your computer that you haven't even looked at. That is evil. I also, well, I got a minute here because, uh, you know, we, we're, we, we're putting on a lot of people who are worthy of your vote. Uh, but here is one other guy besides Gascon that is definitely not worthy of your vote. This is Jeff Shemarinsky. Somebody called him Mini Gascon last night, one of the other candidates, and it's true. So no on Jeff Shemarinsky. He is the son of that left-wing uh, kook activist, Erwin Shemarinsky, who is now the uh, dean of the Berkeley Law School. And uh, Jeff is far left wing, but he 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 packages it in a softer manner. And here's his opinion on whether Prop 47 uh, has contributed to uh, the rising property crime rate. Do you think that Prop 47 has made us safer or less safe? And if less safe, how should it be changed? I don't think Prop 47 has contributed to rising property crime. The facts, I think, are really compelling. 37 states throughout the country have a higher threshold for felonies than the 950 felony threshold in California. Texas has a threshold of $2,500 for a felony. I don't believe that the th changing the threshold, what used to be the threshold, was $400, and it was increased to $950. I don't believe that that has contributed to rising property crime. I would not support repealing or changing that threshold. I do believe that property crime and smash and grab robberies need to be a priority. As chief of the violent and organized crime section and as the person in charge and the leader of the federal robbery program, I worked on dozens of robbery cases. I know that they're serious crimes and they're not victimless crimes and I'd make them a real priority, but I don't think Prop 47 is the problem. Mr. Hockman. All right, stop, stop, stop it. Uh, this is obvious, but Shemarinsky says, oh, Texas. Texas has a higher threshold than California. What he doesn't say is that Texas prosecutes criminals who've committed multiple thefts. In California, you could steal $950 from a store every single day, and you won't be seriously prosecuted. You'll just be one of the 14,000 unprosecuted criminals that Gascon has in his computer base, database. In Texas, if they catch you a second time, 
now you're going to jail. Third time, you're going to jail. Fourth time, you're going to It's cumulative. Cumulative. It's cumulative that day. If you break into three places and your total thefts are $2,500, you're going to jail. If you're caught once and then you're caught the second time, second time you're going to jail. Third time you're going to jail. California, you're never going to jail. You could do it once, twice, three times. You could do it 10 times a day. You could do it 10 days in a row. You could do it every day for 10 months in a row. You don't go to jail as long as each theft is 950 or below. That's what it says on paper, at least. So that's, that's why you cannot trust a Jeff Shemarinsky. He's like his dad. He's like Gascon. He's just presenting it in a softer manner. So no on Gascon, no on Shemarinsky. Do not be fooled. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of work to do here. This is, this is difficult. This is really onerous. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to get back to this uh, all this DA stuff in the 3 o'clock hour, and we're going to have John Hatami on, who's a deputy district attorney, another very strong candidate. Uh, we've got Todd Bensman on uh, after the news. He's a journalist. He's with the Center for Immigration Studies. And all of a sudden, border crossings are way down just in a matter of days. Did Joe Biden bribe Mexico to control the border? Todd, we'll talk about that when we come back. In fact, we got a lot of bizarre and uh, strange immigration news. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.